Sports, and we're joined now by Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. Hey, Bryce, we we knew. We, I think we felt that Baylor was going to uh, to win the football game against KU, but what they were able to do, outscoring the Jayhawks forty to seven after they after that game was seven seven. That was that was incredibly impressive. It was. I mean, you're talking about a dominant performance in all three phases. Uh, you know that that was what really stood out to me was. It wasn't, you know, just the offense scoring or, uh, you know, the defense doing some nice things. You also saw an, an incredible effort on special teams. I mean, um, you know, special teams plays often, you know, I think we may have even talked about it last week. They will swing a close game. Well, that game wasn't close, but that was partially because of some of those big special teams plays. Um, you know, I wrote about that uh, today. I mean, you know, Tristan Ebner was was just unreal. I mean, doing something that had never been done in school history, returning two kicks for touchdowns in the same game. Um, you know, if a guy does that in a career, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, you know, he did it. He did it on one night. Uh, so, pretty good sign going forward for the Bears. Bryce, let me ask you, Co- Coach Roberts. It looked like they made an adjustment defensively after Kansas went down and, and scored the Puka Williams touchdown, is he talk, did he talk at all about kind of what they were doing and the adjustments they made to, to, to really shut down Kansas's offense? Well, unfortunately, the assistant coaches have been uh, – they haven't been making those guys available to us uh, once the season started. Uh, so we've just had to talk to Coach Aranda about that. But, but yeah, I think they did make some adjustments. Um, and, you know, you saw a lot of uh, multiple fronts, uh, you know, as the game progressed and, and uh, blitzing with linebackers and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I think I liked what I saw from, the, uh, from a creativity standpoint, both offensively and defensively for Baylor. I mean, they, they mixed up a lot of different things and, um, you know, you didn't, you didn't see just one look as, as the, as the game progressed. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, past teams at Baylor, you know, showed you one look, but certainly, you know, like the old Art Briles offense was certainly, you know, uh, a spread attack, always pretty much in the shotgun and, um, you know, and you saw some different things uh, as, in that game against Kansas from Baylor. I mean, um, and, you know, that, like I said, both defensively and offensively. Let's talk about Charlie Brewer. I, I, I like the way he played the game Saturday night. There, there's always that, you know, there's, there's the, the one side says, hey, he's a competitor, and that's why he hangs on to that football. The other side says, says you got to get rid of that football. You got to get – there was a fine balance between – uh, hanging on to the football and, and also running with the football, and then getting down before contact, uh, Bryce. I just, I just thought he played a, a very smart and incomplete and, and football game Saturday night. Agreed. Uh, I mean, I thought Charlie, as you said, you know, he he played smart, and and that's what you want to see from a, a senior quarterback that, uh, you know, let's face it, has taken some lumps. Um, over the years, including several last year. I mean, it was a little scary at times for Charlie, um, you know, and I think the offensive line is, is making improvements, uh, and, but he's still, you know, he's still got to be Charlie. He's still got to do what he can do, and, mm-hmm. and, and part of that is scrambling. But what I liked was when he was scrambling, 
it seemed like he was keeping his eyes downfield for a receiver. He wasn't necessarily just always scrambling for yardage. And then, as you mentioned, I can specifically remember a, a play, I think it was in the first half, where he did get loose for, for a gainer and, you know, picked up, I don't know, 10, 12 yards. And then, you know, as the defense converged, he went right into that slide. And that's what Charlie's got to do. He can't be, you know, throwing his body around. Uh, not that, you know, obviously they've got some, some good quarterbacks there. But, you know, you want Charlie to stay healthy, uh, you know, if you're a Baylor fan. 11.35, we're talking with Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Now now the Bears get that first road opportunity, and they're going into uh, Morgantown. And it, first of all, it's not an easy trip. I mean, you just don't <laughs> pop into Morgantown. But uh, talk a little bit about the West Virginia game and, and, uh, and, and what the Bears need to do to, to be successful. Yeah, I've made that trip before. Uh, John Warner will be there uh, this week, but I've made it with John. And, uh, yeah, you do not pop right into Morgantown. You pop into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And then you you get a rental car and and you drive down to Morgantown. I mean, that's kind of the the easiest way, I guess. I mean, Morgantown apparently does have an airport, but it's a little bit smaller one. So, yeah, it's it's not an easy trip. It's never been a place that's been particularly kind to to Baylor. They've never won there, 0-4 in the Big 12 era. Um, And, you know, we've seen some wild games. We've seen some games, uh, you know, the very first one they played there, I think, was like 70 to 63. I mean, it was uh, absolutely batty. But um, the difference this year is you will not have any fans in the stands and that has been a huge advantage for West Virginia Mm -hmm. over the years I mean uh, it's not just that you're traveling halfway across the country and going to a different time zone it's that you're doing all that and then you know having all these crazy bearded mountaineers you know uh (laughs) right on top of you yelling at you you know I mean they've got a mascot with a gun you know (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) so there's they're a scary bunch, and when you take that out of the, the equation, I think that's a huge benefit for Baylor. Um, you know, the, the fact that they won't have that kind of noise to deal with and just the, the rowdiness. I mean, I think West Virginia fans are right up there with uh, Texas Tech fans in terms of just sheer rowdiness. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll get Bob Huggins in there, and he can make some noise. But uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot different, and I think that's an advantage for Baylor. Eleven thirty-seven. We're talking with Bryce Cherry. Hey, let's switch gears. Some really, really terrific high school football games coming up uh, this weekend. In fact, uh, you got Temple going on the road at Magnolia West, and and Westlake. The Chaparrales. Ty Dodge is going to bring his team into town to take on the Midway Panthers. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know. Midway is the last team in Central Texas to get to get it strapped up and, you know, get it going. I mean, uh, it's just, again, we've talked about how weird it is to have these various, you know, season openers for, for different teams. But, yeah, Midway uh, finally gets its chance to, to start the season, and what an opener that is, like you said, against Westlake. Really, really tough opponent out of the gate. but. I mean, that's what Jeff Hume likes to do is, is challenge his team early. We see that with other programs in the area. I think, you know, you could certainly include La Vega and Mart, uh, if, you know, as you're going in various classifications there uh, as teams that they do not duck anyone. You know, I mean, La Vega has played murderer's row 
you know, and Mark uh, Mark could be the three A Division One state champion because that's all they played, you know, and I won, mean, and won exactly. So uh, yeah, I think I, I think a lot of coaches like to challenge their teams early um, because you know it makes them better late. Um, and, uh, you know, we were seeing district play start for a lot of teams, you know, that's happening in, uh, in La Vegas district. It's happening in, in China spring and Robinson and Connolly's district. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. We're getting into a really exciting time of year as teams start pushing for the playoffs. Waco high got a, uh, got a great win. I mean, that, that, that's just so beneficial for, for Kwame Cavill and his program with that win on Friday night, and then they get to go on the road to, and take on Hutto this weekend. Yeah, and the Hutto team that I think was 9-2 and two last year, so, you know, it doesn't get any easier, but no doubt. Uh, you know, when I was talking with Kwame uh, leading into the season, he was, you know, he was really uh, optimistic about his team in terms of just, the way they were approaching things, you know, their approach. And he said, um, you know, I don't know what that's going to mean. We could go out and get our butts kicked on Friday night. Well, they didn't. I mean, I think, you know, it's starting to pay some dividends, um, you know, and, and that showed in that West Mesquite game. I mean, they go out, they score 32 points. They make some, some big plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, and that's got to give them a little bit of confidence going into this Hutto game. And, you know, a- again, it's not going to be any kind of easy in in the district that Waco High is in, but, um, but certainly, you know, trending in the right direction. All right, so tomorrow is the breakdown. Is that correct, the breakdown of all the games that, uh, uh, in Central Texas? Yeah, yeah, we'll have previews and predictions of all the games. Try to avoid – looking at my record in those predictions i mean <laughs> you don't, hey it's like i tell them around here you don't want to peak too early <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just reeling chad in yeah. and you know giving him a false sense of confidence and then i'm going to pass him late there you go all right bryce hey we, we appreciate the time have a great day all right thanks guys see you later bryce cherry the waco tribune here on the